This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, hello, here we are again to talk all things smart TV. I'm Caroline Frost, and I have with me the excellent and discerning Kellyanne Taylor. Hello, hello. Beautiful. Right, Kellyanne, we have to crack on because we have to jam a whole load of really good stuff in. Plus, yes, we are going to do a little bit of royal business. Mm. So let's crack on first with Netflix, Queen Charlotte, A Bridgerton Story. What's this all about? So when I started at Radio Times, I very quickly became the Bridgerton correspondent. So I was very, very excited that Shonda Rhimes is working so closely with this six-part Bridgerton prequel. She's the main writer on this spin-off. It's snappy, it's cheery, it's that beautiful combination of love and fierce independent women set in a Regency high society. However, the big difference is it's not as accepting of people of colour as the next generation shown in Bridgerton itself. So there is a very different social background to what we're used to seeing in that world. So in this, we have a very sharp-tongued young Queen Charlotte played by India Amartafeo, um, and she arrives from this small German town to marry the King of England. As you do. As you do. And then when she meets George, he turns out to be a lot more charming than she anticipated and her reluctance in usual Bridgerton fashion starts to melt. And of course, we have another sweeping romance to enjoy. So I have my question, which is, how much raunch is there? Because Bridgerton, as we know, has delivered on that front and back and sideways in the past. What are we getting this time? So far, I haven't seen anything too steamy. But <laughs> the second series of Bridgerton was also a lot less steamy than the first. I think what they do so well is it's very much 
uh, about tension, you know, glances across a room, piano fortes, A little bit of ankle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> exactly. So, so far, uh, no raunch, but we shall see. We shall. Gosh. Okay. Well, I can't offer anything quite so big budget, but I can give you Tom Jones. This is on ITVX launching on Thursday, the 4th of May. And this is, yes, Henry Fielding's 18th century romp. Now, the adapter, the writer who's brought this to screen, she's calling this the original rom-com. It's a great line. I think a lot of books from that era could qualify for that actual title. But this is a lot of fun. So we have Solly McLeod in the title role as Tom Jones. He's born on the wrong side of the blanket, but my goodness, he's been blessed by the angels with good looks, charisma, uh, and he does have an eye for the ladies. He's always very kind, they're very quick to say, but he does seem to very kindly fall into bed with quite a few of them. But do you know what? Faint heart never won fair maiden, and Tom Jones is not a faint heart. Cast members include Sonny McLeod in the title role, Sophie Wilde as his lovely Sophia, who I think think he might just end up with but also woman du jour hannah waddingham goodness me we're going to hear a lot about her aren't we in coming weeks Mm. and months she plays uh, a kind of quite a quite a rompy turn herself and james fleet is the uh, the lovely squire allworthy who just wants to do good by tom the man he's taken in so nothing too original here but lots of fun and although it's filmed in ireland it's meant to look like beautiful two centuries ago England and it does a very good job it makes you wish for lovely green fields and it makes me look forward to the summer and picnics so well done Tom Jones what do you think sets this apart not much if I'm honest in terms of actual story Mm. I guess it's uh, it's just a nice tableau. They kind of, they travel. Tom Jones gets going. What do they call this? They call this a picaresque tale back in the day when these novels were sort of turning up for the first time. They, I mean, we take them for granted now, don't we? These big mm. sort of blockbusting novels where they move around. And of course, in the 80s, it was between Miami and Palm Beach and Florida and LA and Bel Air. And, but um, I guess... What is it? There's a lot of heart. I think a lot depends on how much you take to Tom Jones. And with Solly McLeod in that title role, he is very appealing. I don't know if if he'll start being mentioned as the next James Bond, but certainly he's a Scottish actor. You don't hear a glimmer of the Scottish tongue. I think uh, it will live or die by how much you take to him and I took to him. Great. I have to say, I also think with these shows, there is such a safety in them because the plot tends to be so well thought through. I kind of think it's in terms of kind of commercial output, which at the time it probably would have been, you know, commercial literature. And then you look at kind of the commercial literature we get now in in terms of streaming and we've got, you know, some of the rom-coms that come out just aren't as grippy. So I think there is always safety in travelling back. Yes. Yeah, it's robust, isn't it? Mm. We know what we're going to get. We know that virtue is rewarded and that villainy is discarded. But I guess there's a reason we go back to that. So I think you're right. I think it's, it's, it's safe and sweet. Not so safe and sweet. Another quickie for you. Guilt, series three. We mentioned Guilt 
previously on this podcast because I'm such a big fan of the writer Neil Forsyth, who also wrote The Gold and who also brought us Bob Servant. If you haven't encountered Bob Servant, please look him up on Twitter. You're in for a treat. I actually um, have a friend who thought Bob Servant was real and I had to disabuse him of this fact. But anyway, I'm not going to say any more. Just look up Bob Servant. In the meantime, Guilt Series 3 is all on the iPlayer. This is a Hibernian a dark black comedy cast members of course the wonderful Mark Bonner uh, he plays one of the brothers the other brother is Jamie Sivers uh, so they're Max and Jake and if you remember back in the day they are two brothers who are brought together almost involuntarily very reluctantly because they hit a man in the street and it's about covering up this very accidental crime and Neil Forsyth who we spoke to for Radio Times very interesting on the subject of guilt but also sibling relationships he thinks that it's a very dynamic low-hanging rich fruit for narrative tales because siblings are often forced together when they don't have anything else in common. They would not be friends and yet here they are. Um, And I think it's true. I think lots of siblings watching this will relate to that. So uh, good fun. Again, a bit of a romp, uh, a black comedy, a big tableau of rich characterization, and of course that very crisp, dry East Coast Hibernian sense of humour and of the absurd. And does it keep getting better? I always think when I feel very strongly about a series as it goes on, and especially when it's hinged on a on a specific starting point, mm. has it continued to the same quality? Oh, it's grown. I mean, it started out in series one just with that very small tale of those two brothers and what are they going to do? But we've met a bunch of other characters in the meantime. It's really almost a contemporary portrait of a particular slice of Scottish life. I mean, Neil told me that he knows people like these two. Uh, And he also said that he always envisaged a three-series arc. So this will be the last one. And of course, that brings with it the potential for redemption, which is one of my favourite words. So yes, (laughs) for sure. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
Um, tell me about A Small Light on Disney. You've been waxing lyrical about this, Kellyanne, for I the last have. week. Go on. Well, as you know, big World War II history nerd yeah. um, and fascinated by true dramas. So this is based on the life of Meet Pegues, who I don't think many will recognise her name, although you will recognise her story. So she's played by Belle Powley, who you'll know from Everything I Know About Love, The Morning Show. She's phenomenal and she seems to be everywhere at the moment. She's definitely one to watch mm. and she has a very distinct quality on screen. And I don't know what it is about her because she has a, a very unusual energy. She's got her, like her pitch of voice is very unique mm -hmm. which sounds like a bizarre thing to say but she it's the same in all her characters and yet there is such difference so i think mm -hmm. she's stunning as um meep geese so why you will recognize this story is meep worked for otto frank and otto frank is the father of anne frank and meep worked as his secretary and eventually was the person who helped hide the family so it's this really well-known story, but from a different perspective. Mm. Um, and one of my favourite things, we have an article this week in the Radio Times, and the what I thought was lovely was a small light, the name, because I thought, okay, how is this connected? Comes from an actual quote, which was said from Otto to Meep, and it said, even an ordinary secretary or a housewife or a teenager can, within their own small ways, turn on a small light in a dark room. And I think it is such power to the resistance, Dutch resistance, but also these stories of people taking a chance and putting their own lives on the line to mm. do better. Well, you've sold. You've sold me. I'm very <laughs> impressed. Uh, I saw half of an episode in preparation to brief my writer for the interview with Belle Powley, and I was very impressed, as you say. She does have a rare quality, and I think she's only going to go from strength to strength. So catch her in this while you can. What can I tell you about? A little bit of factual telly. Mm -hmm. The, uh, goodness me, the increasingly popular Clive Mari has yes. been given the Italian job. What do I mean? So we know where Stanley Tucci has been. You're a big fan of Stanley. <laughs> um, Clive is following in Stanley's footsteps around Italy. It's a 15-episode series. Now, A, I'm not sure that that's the best use of the licence fee, frankly. And B, I don't know if I'm worried that the BBC are going to do what they always do when they have a talent on their hands where they just wheel them out for everything. And before you know it, you've gone from loving Clive Murray and looking forward to seeing him to thinking, oh, it's Clive Murray again. Now, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. I'm a big fan of Clive. I, I've been on BBC News with him and he's as delightful off camera as he is on. Anyway, they said to him, what would you like to do? He said, I'd like to go to Italy. And here we are, 15 episodes of him trolling around lovely Tuscan foothills oh. uh, in a Fiat 500, learning to make pasta, going to the opera, blah de blah de blah There's nothing original in Tinseltown. But again, Clive, similar to Tom Jones, very likeable character. If you like Clive Murray, this is your invitation to go on holiday with him to Italy. And I'm sure many, many people will take up that invitation. You know what, Caroline? I know that this was not necessarily a glistening review, but you know <laughs> that you have sold me. I know. You, you there know we go. I'm the world's worst armchair traveller. And I was like, that sounds 
brilliant. <laughs> there we are. So, All right. So it might Gosh. not be to everyone's taste, but if you're like me and you want to be in Tuscany, but can he afford it? Then through Clive. Through Clive. Off there on we holiday go. with Clive and <laughs> Kellyanne. Um, tell me about Rye Lane, a film coming up on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so I was so excited to see that this is coming out on Disney+. Plus. I saw it in the cinema and it is so beautiful. It is kind of up there with the rom-com greats. And I'm talking about Love Actually, Notting Hill, anything else Richard Curtis has got his hands on. Not that he's involved in this project, but he is the godfather of all good rom-coms. And mm-hmm. I'm, you can have that on record right here. So this is um, very sparky, very sharp British romantic comedy that follows two 20-somethings as they spend a day together on the streets of South London. So Yaz is an aspiring costume designer and Dom is a shy accountant and they meet randomly in a unisex toilet and bond over their respective romantic disasters. So Dom is still pining very much over his ex. And what follows is a day in South London, but a roller coaster of kind of confession and emotion and kind of mischievous moments. And I think it is very much going to put these two young actors. So it's the male lead is played by Industries David Johnson and the female lead is Vivian Oprah, who I hadn't seen before. Um, and I think it's very much going to put them on a map. It is a joy so need i say more no i'm not sure you do that sounds quite nice again a little bit of escapism from what is turning into quite a cold week to stay on the sofa and to perhaps follow these two around south london in the summertime yeah very good obviously the other big thing that is approaching that is fast approaching is the coronation So there's going to be quite a lot of build-up, no? I believe that is the case. And I believe that the Radio Times team, both features, listing, planning, arts, pictures, everybody involved has thrown the kitchen sink at this, as have, I believe, the courtiers in the royal court themselves. So yes, we could talk about the coronation, but I think we'll save that for next week. But in the meantime... Of course, Channel 4, who else, have taken a slightly different angle in the build-up. So yes, plenty of uh, talk about Prince Charles and how he was prepared all his life to be king all next week. I mean, you don't need to look very hard to find it on probably the BBC. But meanwhile, I do want to alert you to, if you're not so ardent a royalist, you might enjoy two programmes on Channel 4, Coronation, the Windsor's Coronation Special, which, as you know, Harry Enfield and co, they've had fun with the royals for the last few years. And this, they've really surpassed themselves. So it's, of course, the scandalous headlines, Harry and Meghan, Netflix, and how much the coronation should cost. All sorts of jokes about whether... Brian May can be persuaded to perform and then they say, oh, he's actually, he's been living up on the palace roof ever since the Jubilee with a nest of squirrels. You get the drift. It is not entirely reverent, but uh, it might tickle people who've had quite enough of all the forelock tugging in the last few weeks. Uh, And even more so, gosh, um, I, I say I'm going to watch this probably through my fingers, Frankie Boyle on Monarchy. So we know that Frankie is the irreverent sort of orange peel thrower in chief of the nation. And he looks at the state of the British monarchy, its future. It looks back into the thousand year history and he questions, perhaps quite rightly, um, 
will the monarchy survive into the next century? Will it continue past a thousand years? So whether you're a monarchist or not, this might be quite an interesting watch just to see what the devil's advocate in chief has to say about everything. So those are my two offerings for the coronation in the build-up to the big day itself, which I'm sure we may touch on next week. Yes, well, I was going to ask, how are you feeling about it all? But maybe we should do a special next oh, week. Okay, for sure. Did we hear the word special? Ooh. Oh, oh, I like a special. Um, have you special. got anything from the archive? I've got a bit more royal business. So we've got The Real Windsors is available on all four if you want to know even more about the royal family. And ITVX have come slightly late to the party but they bring huge platters they bring inside the crown six part series secrets of the royals i think we're probably going to hear about princess diana and possibly wallace simpson and how people dealt with these disruptors megan may be the latest disruptor but she was by no means the first very very true well all that and more i guess next week when we deep dive into coronation telly for sure look forward to that eh so um in the meantime thanks for joining us be sure to email us with uh any ideas for shows that you think we should be talking about or somehow even with our highly paid and tireless research team we've overlooked please do email podcast at radiotimes.com the programs we've mentioned today and every week the info will be available on where to catch them in the show notes and of course, be sure to rate, review and subscribe. You know the drill. In the meantime, happy, happy watching. watching.